Welcome back to The Perfect Scam. This week, we're doing our bonus episode, which is a little bit lighter and a lot more fun than our regular episodes. Past bonus episodes included You've Got Mail with Frank Abagnale and True and False with Frank Abagnale. Today, we're going to be doing something a little bit different, and I'm going to ask you to use your imagination just a little bit. When you search for something online and you go to a site like Google, and you start typing something into a search box like sushi restaurants or headaches or best Star Trek episodes or podcasts, your computer will often make suggestions like this. Podcasts for women, podcast for teens, or if you're like me, podcast equipment or podcast microphones. It's called autocomplete and the computer is trying to complete your thoughts for you. Autocomplete is now part of our digital lives and so it's also going to be part of the Perfect Scam podcast. Today, Frank is back, and we're going to play Autocomplete with Frank Abagnale. Also with me here today are the Perfect Scams Julie Getz and Brooke Ellis. You don't hear their voices all the time, but they work tirelessly to bring you these podcasts, so we're going to let them in on the fun, too. Remember, picture typing into that little search box, and no, Frank doesn't know the questions ahead of time, so let's see what he comes up with. So, Julie, why don't you kick us off? All right. Hi, Bob. Hi, Frank. Hi, <laughs> All right, Frank. The first one is, okay, again, using our imagination, I'm typing in, do scammers. And the first one is use WhatsApp. Absolutely, since WhatsApp is a, basically a communications app, and scammers may use WhatsApp to convince you that they are romantically interested in you, that they may ask you for money, uh, they may contact you through the WhatsApp with a job offer. And once scammers have your personal information, your money, they will block your number and disappear. So absolutely, it's one of many apps used by scammers. Got it. Okay. All right, Brooke, I think you're next, right? Yes. Can scammers use your address? Of course. As I remind people all the time, with today's technology and living in a way too much information world, if you tell me on social media you're where you were born and your date of birth, that's 98% of me filling in all the rest of the blanks about your personal information. If I have your address, then I can look up your address. I can look at what kind of house you live in, the neighborhood you live in. Uh, from your address, I find out the land records, who owns the property. That brings me to the bank who holds the mortgage. I mean, all of these things are connected. So one piece of little information by a person who knows what they're doing can lead them to a tremendous amount of information about you because, unfortunately, we now live in a too-much-information world. Yeah, a little scary. Um, the next one is, can scammers get info from texting? Uh, yeah, just as they would get information from calling you on the phone, there's now, you know, we dealt with robocalls forever. Now we're dealing with uh, the same thing with text robocalls. So, I can send you a message and say I'm your bank and ask you to verify your phone number. I can send you a message saying I'm from an agency and asking you information. So it's just another form of communication, whether I call and ask you over the phone or I send you a text. So you just need to be just as careful as you would with a robocall from someone you don't know who's calling you as you would with a text coming from someone you don't know. Super scary. All right. So the next one, oh, this is a fun one. It's called. How to spot a scam, dot, dot, dot. Okay, you ready, Frank? How, right. is, 
I use this platform all the time if buying and selling. How to spot a scam, dot, 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 on Facebook Marketplace. You know, whether you're spotting a scam on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, you know, you have to avoid deals that seem too good to be true. You have to look out for ads that display a sense of urgency. You have to do it right now. You have to give me the money this moment. Get me a green dot card. Read me the number on the back. You have to watch for deals where the seller asks for money up front to secure the item you're purchasing. And if an ad offers an item for sale that doesn't match the image, well, it's likely a scam. Got it. Okay, thanks. Are you 55 plus? There are many ways your community could use your help. As an AmeriCorps Seniors Volunteer, you can put your skills to work for the causes you care about, whether that's by becoming a companion for an older adult or a foster grandparent for a child, tutoring students, joining a disaster response effort, or fulfilling another interest. Choose how, where, and when you want to volunteer, starting at just a few hours a month. This is your moment to make a positive impact on your community and get back so much more in return. Visit americourt.gov slash your moment today. Okay, Frank, my turn. How do I know, dot, 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 that a phone call might be a scam? They've done a much better job now of giving scam alerts with the major phone companies like AT&T and Verizon, etc. But the Federal Trade Commission previously linked these area codes to the scams, 268, 284, 473, 664, 649, 767, 809, 829, 849, and 876. The bottom line is if you receive an unexpected call or a text from an area code you don't recognize, don't answer it. Do a Google search to see where the number is actually registered and where that phone call's coming from. Okay. Brooke? All right. What are scammers doing with gift cards? Well, you know, gift cards are just another form of payment, but the thing about gift cards, much like Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, it's not traceable. So if I ask you to go down to the store and buy a gift card and read me the number on the back, that's all I need to get that money. But you have no way of knowing where that money went, who got the money. So it's very difficult to do any tracking with gift cards, and this is why criminals like them. They're also able to ship money around the world. They can launder money with gift cards. There are many benefits to criminals with gift cards, and because there's very little regulation on gift cards and they're not very traceable, it's a great form of payment for for criminals. Yeah, that's a question I think I've always had since we started the show, because we hear so much about people being asked for iTunes gift cards and all these, and it's like, what are they doing with the gift cards? But that does make a lot of sense. It's not traceable and easy to move. Absolutely. All right. Next one is, okay, did Frank Abbott mail dot, 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 really escape from a plane? Uh, yes, I did. And fortunately, in the movie, they showed me walking into the bathroom on the plane and escaping through the toilet, which was an impossibility to do. I actually escaped from the kitchen galley where they service the plane and bring food onto the plane uh, while the plane was taxiing, which was in the evening at night at JFK on the ground. And it stopped, of course, and was holding. And that's when I jumped off the plane. But it was from there, not from the toilet. I was desperate, but not that desperate to go down the toilet. <laughs> this is fun. Okay, I'm jumping in. 
Okay, is Frank Abagnale dot 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 on social media? No, I am not on any type of social media at all. I would rather spend my time being a good husband, a good father, and a good grandfather than spending my time on social media. Is Frank Abagnale dot 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 writing another book or working on another movie? Not working on a book or a movie, just finish Scam Me If You Can with AARP, which I thought was a great educational book, and I'm sure there'll be an opportunity to write another book because crime is constantly changing. But at the present time, I'm not doing that. I'm just working on, uh, obviously, doing a lot of presentations. Fortunately, right now, uh, virtual, but later on in the year, I'm sure I'll be back on the road doing those live presentations. And I think this is one everybody can't help but think, listening to your stories, is Frank Abagnale, dot, 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 a genius? No, and I never thought of myself as a genius. As I explained to people many times, when I look back on my life and the things I did, I believe that the success I had between 16 and 21 was just the fact that I was an adolescent. And because I was an adolescent, I felt no conscience about what I was doing. I had no fear about what I was doing. I didn't premeditate everything. Everything simply came as an opportunity. So if I was in front of a bank and I was going to go in and cash a $500 check, I didn't sit there and think to myself, okay, here's my plan. I'm going to go in. If they say this, I'll do this. If they do that, I'll do that. I just went in and did it. I've always believed that if I had been a little older and started doing those things when I was 21 or 25, I probably would have never even attempted to do half the things I did because I would have said and rationalized everything and said that I'll probably get caught, it won't work. But because being just a teenage boy, I think that that being young gave me the courage and the things to try the things that I did. And I always thought of myself more rather than a genius as just a young opportunist who saw things and realized that how to use them as a shortcut to getting somewhere else. Okay, and this is the last question I have, and I think it might be a pretty good question to end on. Frank, is Frank Abagnale ever surprised by any of the things we talk about on The Perfect Scam? Yes, I am, to be honest with you. I cannot get over the dollar amounts. And since being involved with ARP and The Perfect Scam, it amazes me that, say, for example, we learned about a woman in Iowa, 82 years old, lost $400,000 on a Jamaica sweepstake scam, So the dollar amounts still amaze me, even with all of my background and 45 years of doing this. Well, Julie, Brooke, and of course, Frank, thanks. This was really fun. Great. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. All right. If you or someone you know has been a victim of a fraud or scam, call AARP's free Fraud Watch Network helpline at 877-908-3360. Their trained fraud specialists can help you know what to do next and how to avoid scams in the future. Thank you to our team of scam busters, executive producer Julie Getz, producer Brooke Ellis, associate producer and researcher Megan DeMagnus, our audio engineer Julio Gonzalez, and of course, fraud expert Frank Abagnale. Be sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For AARP's The Perfect Scam, I'm Bob Sullivan. Bob Sullivan.